You're listening to How to Juggle the Struggle, the Millennial's Guide to Thriving, Not Surviving, hosted by Isaiah Michael Joyner. Like many millennials, Isaiah Michael Joyner has always envisioned owning a startup company. At the age of 24, he founded a luxury concierge company providing services to New York City's elite. Isaiah quickly learned juggling the hustle is sometimes not so luxurious. Listen as he shares the joy and truth of the journey. Welcome to How to Juggle the Struggle, the Millennial's Guide to Thriving, Not Surviving. And I'm your host, Isaiah Michael Joyner. This is episode 65, and it is entitled, I Know Who I Am. This episode was inspired by my most recent um, moment of watching Will of Fortune. That's right, I said it, Will of Fortune. I am my grandmother's grandson. I love Will of Fortune. I love the cheesiness of it. I love to laugh at the cheesiness of Pat Sajak's jokes. I love all about the show, and I find myself, if I am home at the 7.30 hour on a weekday, I am tuned in, especially during the pandemic. Where else am I going to be, right? So I'm tuned in to Will of Fortune. And so there's a part of Will of Fortune, because I'm just into people like that and, and studying people, that there's a part of the show that I find most fascinating. No, it's not the prize, like when they spin the prize wheel, it's none of that. For me, it's when Pat asks the guests... Tell me about yourself. Where are you from? You know, he reads off where they're from and then he gives them 20 seconds to say, I'm such and such and I'm from here, dot, dot, dot. Right. And most of them use that time to gloat about their family, friends, their job and what they do and their hobbies. Right. And depending on the guests, some of them gloat about one area more than the other. But what caught me was recently I was watching probably like a week or two ago. And there was a woman on the episode and I'm sitting there watching it with my mother And I'm just going to call her Karen. If you can read in between the lines, you get it. And Karen is up there and Pat says, Karen, tell us from yourself. You're from Burbank, California. And she goes on and Karen is like, yes, Pat. And he was like, you are a data analyst, right? And I'm making that up. But she, whatever the profession was, right? I think she said, no, she was a bookkeeper. He's like, you're a bookkeeper. She's like, yeah, I'm just a bookkeeper. And she kind of, you know, giggled and then became really shy about it. And he says, oh, well, I mean, that's great work. And she says, yes. And but real timid, right? Or and and bashful rather about what she was doing, which to me, first thing I yelled at at the television was like, girl, shut up, Um, because I couldn't understand why the person who went to work every day being a bookkeeper or whatever the profession was, wasn't proud about what they did. But that's another subject for another day. Right. But that was the first thing I noticed. So then he says, well, tell me about um," and he was like, and you're married. And then immediately I, I lie to you not. Karen smiled from ear to ear. Her father smiled and took over her face and she's shown all 32 33 teeth and she's like oh um well i'm a proud wife we love to go um to wine country and drink wine and this and that Uh, my husband's been working in his job for x amount of years and immediately she changed when she had to talk about others so i said i I sat back and i looked and i said hmm (laughs) how many of us have been a karen by way of being bashful about who we are not wanting to really share, being very shy, but we can talk about everybody else and we can identify with everybody else except for ourselves. So I was thinking some more and I was like, 
Yeah, Karen may need to listen to the podcast on this next episode because this is dedicated to you out in Burbank, California. I know who I am. I'm quite sure many of you who are listening right now are like, well, I know who I am, right? I am, I'm, 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 I'm a mother, I'm a this, I, you know, I am an editor, you know, all of the accolades, right? I know that's what you're all getting ready to say of who you are, right? And I've talked about this on this podcast before, but I want to get deeper on I know who I am. And this week, our points of power focus on, do you know who you are? And if you do, then I want you to proudly start to say, I know who I am, right? I always joke around and say that there is nothing that there's some things that somebody may be like, oh, you know, I noticed this about you and that I may say in return. Hmm. I noticed that, but I wasn't dealing with that. Right. But there's very few things that somebody can tell me about myself. And I will be honest that I don't already know good, bad and different. I know who Isaiah Michael Joyner is, right? And in order to say that confidently that I know who Isaiah Michael Joyner is and who Isaiah Michael Joyner is becoming is because I do the self, I do the work, I go in, right? And I deal with me first to know that. Many of us can't say that. So if you're having a challenge with saying you know who you are on 100% or you are at 80% of knowing who you are, then you might want to listen to the, this week's three points of power. Here's point one. I love who I am. Say it with me three times. I love who I am. I love who I am. I love who I am. That feels good when you say it, right? It's something should happen within that make you say, oh, I do love who I am, right? It's a reminder. If you're having a challenge saying I love who I am, then perhaps this podcast is not for you. And you should be seeking seriously some professional help because if that's a whole nother issue, if you have a problem with saying and identifying and accepting and loving who you are. But if you're not having a problem with it and you can really say, I love who I am, I love who I am, then that will help you really tell somebody, hey, this is who I am, right? This is what I love. This is what I stand for. Get comfortable every day with saying, I love who I am. We tell everybody always we love them, right? It's easy for us. It's second nature just to say, oh, I love you. But do you love yourself? Start by saying, I love who I am. Point two, concentrate on you. I always say that I'm a 34-year-old who I'm actually, you know, a 60-year-old plus in a 34-year-old body, right? And especially when it comes to music. I love I anything new, unless my friends put me onto it, I don't know what it is, right? Um, but there's a song with um, LTD and Jeffrey Osborne, you know, the group. And the song is called Concentrate on You. And I love that song because although Jeffrey and the boys are singing about this woman that they met or he met and he's concentrating on her... I like the song because I flip it because I believe that we all need to concentrate on us. Concentrate on you. You can tell who you are and you can say you know who you are if you concentrate on you. Spend some time alone. So many of us are like always jumping from being with somebody, whether that is committed in a relationship. They have we can't even say that there's a dry spell of dating because we go from person to person to person to person to person. That says a lot about you. If you can't say, you know what, I'm taking a break from date and I'm going to concentrate on me. Right. Or we always got to We always got to talk to somebody. Now, I love the phone. Hear me out. My friends know if you see me 24 seven. 
it sometimes seems like I'm on the phone, right? It seems like I'm on the phone, but best believe I know how to press do not disturb. I know how to take moments of solitude and sit by myself and journal and talk to myself, right? And talk myself through some things. I got to concentrate on myself. But we can't do that because, you know, some of us can't do that, rather, I should say, because we're concentrating on everybody else. We can tell when they we can tell you about when a person got the promotion. We could tell you about when they divorced their husband. We could tell you about when they went on that trip. And especially because of social media, we think we know everything about somebody, but we don't. And while we're busy concentrating on somebody else, somebody else is concentrating on us. Don't let that be your truth. Concentrate on you. And if you do that, then you could be able to say, I know who I am. I hate being alone. Maybe that's your truth, right? If you concentrate on yourself, you can say, I know who I am. I actually don't like listening to jazz, whatever it is like you or actually I do like this. Right. But in order to find that out, you got to spend some time alone and concentrate on you. And lastly, this leads me to point three. In order to know who you are, you also have to celebrate yourself. This is critical. I celebrate myself. Point three. I celebrate myself. It's a song I listen to that says those exact lyrics. And when I, I, I actually, when I'm running in the park, I listen to it. it. It definitely does something to my spirit and it gives me an extra shot of adrenaline because I start thinking about who Isaiah Michael Joyner is, right? And how Isaiah Michael Joyner shows up. And it begins to make me proud of what it is that I've done, what it is that I'm doing. And I find myself celebrating myself more. Right. And I'm not talking about in some cocky, conceited way, but I'm talking about just saying to yourself. I'm good. I did that. I'm great. I'm doing it. Really being your own cheerleader. Some of us who are listening and some of you listening right now, we could we can definitely admit That we have been everybody else's cheerleader. We have been everybody else's coach, but our own. When is it that we take time for ourselves to celebrate ourselves? We have have went to everybody's promotion and said, congratulations, everyone's wedding. And we kind of like start to put what we've done to the side to celebrate somebody else. Stop that. You got to start identifying what it is that you have done and what it is that you are proud about. And celebrate that. And if it's just getting out the bed in the morning and taking a shower, reading a book and listening to music, celebrate that. Stop diminishing and watering down who you are because whether you don't feel like you've really done a lot or whether you're comparing yourself because you're not concentrating on yourself of what you've done, whatever that is, or whatever leads you to not celebrate yourself. We got to get over that. And a great assignment for you to get comfortable with celebrating yourself. I encourage you to just write five things after the week is done, right? On Friday or Saturday, write five things that you've accomplished that week, big or small, and be proud about it, right? And if you don't have nothing to celebrate, then you got a deeper issue, right? There's something else you got. Then you know what you have to do. You got to do the work. But five things that you celebrate yourself for. And then continuously celebrate week after week, new five things, a new five things. And then before you know it, by the end of the year, right, by the time you are done and you realize that you've written down five things per week, right, that's going to give you 332 things to celebrate. Celebrate yourself. Know who you are. Say to yourself you love yourself. 
And in order to do that, you got to concentrate on you to really understand what it is you like, you don't like and what it is you want. And then you really can tell somebody you can't then, you know, you could tell somebody I know who I am. And remember, if you know who you are, then somebody else can't tell you who you are. And lastly, remember this. When you know who you are and whose you are, who you belong to, the creator, then you really could proudly say, I know who I am. As always, I love you for listening. And remember, the best is still yet to come.